Welcome to Life Growth Podcast, where we are going to talk about how some setbacks are actually step-ups. This podcast will be authentically me, in all my brokenness, talking about all the hard topics and how I have navigated through some of them and how others are still an issue. Some of the topics I intend to talk about are how I got a house for free with no mortgage because the bank made an error and I made the right choice. Um, I paid off $100,000 in credit card debt in less than two years only to have to learn to file bankruptcy a few years later. I spent 15 years of my life as a bill collector. So all things debt and money, I understand what's important and what's not. I moved across the country to Florida with two suitcases, a child and a dog, and had 15 days to find a place to live. Today, I still live in Florida. I have a husband, three houses, two dogs, and I still have the kid. So I did well with that move. I went from a life of living life accepting the bottom rung of the ladder um, and accepting that to be the best I was going to ever get and it wasn't until I got married and my husband encouraged me to shoot for the stars that I actually did shoot for the stars and I knocked it out of the park. Um, Serious depression and thoughts of self-harm, creating impossible expectations, drug and alcohol dependency, sobriety, relapse, Raising a child all on your own with behavioral issues, dropping out of college, and then going back to land a master's degree, blaming others for my mistakes, and not learning to be accountable. Like, I guess sometimes I feel like I live my life like I like to build Legos, and then I like to knock them down and then rebuild them. Um, I have done that a lot of times in my life. Again, I moved across the country to Florida, suitcases, dog. Um, I had a house in Wisconsin that I could live in that was free, that was paid for, but I decided to trek across the country and restart my life. I had this desire to do that sometimes, and it's really not healthy. So I have to recognize that to recover so many times in life shows that I have a gift of tenacity. Now, why do I always have to make my life a mess in order to rebuild it? Why can't I not just take the tenacity to enhance my life even further? Um, My health and how um, when I really do want something, I I am able to get a hold of it. And what are the issues that hold me back? Um, I became a felon at the age of 18. And those scars of judgment have probably hurt me the most and have affected the majority of my life Um, and yet even though I knew I could get past it I allowed it to still continue to mess me up. I lost my driver's license as a habitual traffic offender to not having a ticket in years. I've done spending years trying to be someone I thought others wanted me to be only to self-medicate when I could no longer take it. Um, I am fiercely independent and bold at times and crying in quarters because I'm all alone. I had a parent abandon me at the age of 17 for 25 years and how to navigate a relationship with that parent today. Um, Thinking that one thing or another would make me happy um, 
realizing that my real happiness had to come from within. Went from a total hatred of God to a love and understanding that today I can barely fathom how much um, he has done for me. So in order to talk about all these topics, and I want to talk about all these topics, I'm going to have to get really honest with myself and with you. My goal is that while, while I may discover more about me, that there are other people who will have heart issues appear, and my goal is to be a light in that area. It seems to be that you, as a listener, may need some foundational information so that you can understand what type of childhood I had that resulted in the experiences that have come and have yet to come and have made me who I am. I may have chosen now as a time to do this podcast because my son just turned 18. And while I am ashamed of some of my choices and I wish things were different, I want to be very open and honest and keep a dialogue available because if all my lessons prevent him from making some of the same ones, then it was all worth it. I was born in Wisconsin. I was the youngest of three. My eldest brother is six years older than me and has struggled with drugs and alcohol as far back as I can remember and is currently sitting in prison learning yet another lesson of his own. Despite his addiction, he was a good brother to me. He always looked out for me as we got older um, and in life when he could keep his demons in check, he would be the person you'd want to call in a situation. He would do anything to help his sister. My middle brother was four years older than me. He was killed in 1990 in a tragic car accident that took his life at 15 and the life of another young teenager. My middle brother was a gem in my mother's eye. He could do no wrong. He was a gymnast and he was talented. He was going to start competing for the Junior National Olympic team right before he died. I had a normal family. I had normal family trauma growing up. This accident was really the thing that changed everything for me. Um, It took me years to understand how much damage that had and to understand why it was okay I didn't process things the way everyone expected me to or why I have issues with things now and it's okay I don't need to um, pretend any of that anymore I can be who I am Um, my father and I were close when I was growing up he would spoil me because let's be honest I'm a baby of three and both my brothers have these very demanding needy lives one is on drugs and needing to go to yet another drug detox facility for months or whatever and now we got to go get in the car and take him to rehab and then every weekend go visit him in rehab and um the other one is about to compete at a huge competition and needs support so i always faded into the background when i was little um they didn't have the energy for me at least i felt and after my brother died i intentionally did whatever was expected of me to not make their life worse. My parents ultimately did divorce as a result 
um, I think in large part, and even as an adult now, it definitely had a lot to do with the death of my brother. Um, most people, most couples that lose a child do end up divorced. There's a lot of stress, anger, pain. Um, what I didn't expect, however, was that when my parents divorced, my father not only divorced my mother, my father disowned me and my brother. And he would not speak to us again for 25 years. And that was a hard pill to swallow. Um, the guy who I thought was my hero didn't want anything to do with me, and I didn't understand why. Um, definitely created some issues that I would later have to deal with um, in a big way. My mother, she is a force, and I mean that with complete love. My mom has worked hard for everything she has and anything she wants, and she's going to work for it. Um, she always believes in working harder, working more, doing everything you can. Um, if you need to, pick up another job. You have to make it work. Um, she always made it happen. My parents were very comfortably financially up until the divorce. My father was a machinist, and he worked at that, the company from the time he was 18 until he ultimately retired. Um, my mom, she went from job to job, mostly because she was such a hard worker and she would work 70 or 80 hours a week that she would hurt her body. She had to have major back surgery. Um, she would just be in pain, um, but she wouldn't stop working. Um, and I resented that. I resented how hard she had to work for us to have this house that I thought was too much to have all these nice things that I thought we didn't necessarily need um, that maybe I'd rather have time with my mom but that wasn't in the cards so in the other light though because she kept after her passion she has a passion for cooking she's an excellent cook um, because she kept up with that she was able to own her own catering business she served the president. She served movie stars. She served CEOs. Her food was amazing. And she had great success. And it also does remind me of the fact that I don't cook. I don't cook because my mom cooks. And when you have a mom who can cook really, really good, sometimes you don't want to cook. And it all comes down to when I was, I think, like, 14 my mom was like nagging you should make dinner make dinner and I was like fine give me spaghetti so I grabbed the spaghetti and I made it but I didn't make noodles or um meatballs apparently that was horrible that I just like used the jar of spaghetti sauce like any teenager would do and open it up and threw it on the spaghetti but her comment about how horrible my spaghetti was made me decide that I was never going to cook for her again and I'm now 41 I think I've cooked for my mom maybe once ever since then. I apparently hold on to things. Another thing I know. So, um, my mom, however, she was an enabler. After she lost her son, my brother and I uh, quickly learned that her pain was so great that my older brother could manipulate it to whatever he needed because my mom would do anything to make sure her kids were safe and that... Uh, she had some control over what was going on in their life. And I could just use that to deflect any energy that she would put in towards me, which was very 
infrequently because like I said, she worked like 80 hours a week. And then when she wasn't working, my other brother was always in trouble. That never changed. And I was just supposed to do what was expected of me and that was it. We began our family life in a subdivision filled with friends and neighbors. Um, but my mom wanted to move to the country. So we moved a few miles out onto two acres of land with no kids in the neighborhood to finish our growing up. We took family vacations. We even sang songs in the car. Our parents weren't perfect, but we were loved and we did know it. I don't recall a lot from my childhood as I have pretty much blocked most of it out. Um, I handle things best by just not thinking about them or talking about them till they go away. Um, my mom said that my dad was an abusive alcoholic and the house was always bad. I don't remember it like that. I do remember fights. I do remember my dad passing out. I don't ever remember being afraid. And I'd like to think that if he was an abusive alcoholic, that at some level I would have a fear of him. But I don't recall that ever. Um, so I was raised mostly in that country home. And well, let's just say I have more book smarts than street smarts. Simply because I don't like to play games. And my whole childhood, I didn't have anybody to play with. So I never got to condition and learn all those things. My one brother, I mean, he could manipulate anybody. He still can. He's pretty good at that. That's why he's in prison. The My other brother, he was just a natural, good kid, good charisma, always at the gym working out. So he had a, a nice array of friends. Me, I didn't, didn't have that. Um, when my brother died and I was 11, at that time I was in public school. I had some friends and life wasn't bad. After that, uh, my parents decided that they wanted to pull me out of public school and put me in the world's smallest, kid you not, Catholic school, where my fifth grade class had all of six students in it. Oh, and you know, of course, all these kids had been friends there since like kindergarten. And so there was no way I was gonna have any friends there. I did find one friend though. They called her the smelly girl. She was nice. She did become a good friend. And yup, she did smell. It wasn't because she didn't shower. Because she did. I don't know why. But man, she did have an odor to her. But she was a good friend. And she was at least willing to be my friend. So I had someone to talk to. Once I got into high school, I thought life would get easier. I could make friends. Um, it was a private high school, so they didn't know my oldest brother. They did know of my middle brother. He was a student there, but only for two months before he passed. So it wasn't as if they really knew him. So I thought I'd have a place where I could make a fresh start and make friends. Because I used to be great at making friends. I have a little sense of humor. I deflect any real deep conversation. Why wouldn't I make friends? In high school, I made one friend. I had a few acquaintances, but just one friend. Today, I would tell you that I'm so glad that I just made one friend and not all of those phony relationships people often have. Today, I can still call her up and talk to her about whatever 
and that I'm grateful for that. During high school, I let you know about my bad streak. I drank alcohol once in high school. I didn't like it. I still actually don't like alcohol much. It's just not that big of a deal to me. I smoked pot once. I also did not like that. To this day, I don't understand potheads and stoners. I mean, maybe I'll try it again one day and then I'll get it. But I got enough self-esteem issues without smoking a joint and then wanting to eat a bunch of food and go to sleep. I just don't have time for that. That does not sound successful to me. As we're nearing the end of me kind of telling you a little bit about my background, um, I thought I was kind of a model teenager. I worked two jobs. I helped my mom with the bills. I had my own car. I paid for my own insurance. I had a 3.8 GPA. I decided I wanted to be an environmental lawyer. I was accepted into college, so I would be the first in my family to go. I had a poem published in a book. I felt like I had the world on a plate, and I was ready to go make it my own. Things changed very fast once I got to college, and next week, I'm going to talk to you all about my college experience was like. Because for me, having the freedom and having all these new friends and all these options was overwhelming. In addition to being placed in adult situations I was not currently ready to deal with emotionally, um, really started life in an interesting journey. So I hope that you got to know a little bit about my background and it doesn't scare you. And hopefully you'll come back next week to learn how I basically went to college for a little while and then how I went to another college and got no credits and we'll talk about college thanks for listening have a great day